back to Inside Franklin Athletics. I'm your host, Noah Crow. Today with me, I have my co-host, Drew Byerly. Thanks for having me. And Thanks then you. we have the head football coach and assistant athletic director, Chris Call. Hi, guys. Nice to be here. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. That's, that sounds weird calling you by your first name. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> you got some running in practice. <laughs> <laughs> so to start off, uh, obviously this being your first year as assistant AD, how does this differ from any other position you've had at school or at Tri-West? Uh, it's, it's really the biggest change is um, not operating on a bell schedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's really you're just doing the work. Sometimes I'm inside, sometimes I'm outside. Um, but it's uh, after almost 30 years of uh, living my life according to a bell schedule um, and then have that completely gone, it's <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Um, was there any surprising tasks that you didn't expect when you came in, or has it just kind of been – what you generally expected. yeah I think it's pretty much been what I expected um, you know Mr. Doty and, and of course uh, Coach McClure obviously uh, gave me a very good idea what the job would be and, and what my responsibilities would be so no major surprises awesome and then uh, one final question what do you think of Crow's mullet <laughs> it's kind of making me feel kind of young again I feel <laughs> maybe like a young Billy Ray Cyrus or something going on here man were you surprised when you saw some other guys on the team get it no no man it's not really it's it's uh you know that that happens a lot at least you guys don't dye your hair or anything yeah that yeah, looked pretty silly I know Christian was trying to get him to uh braid the back of <laughs> yeah there you go man yeah. go back to the mid 80s or something here and do some crazy stuff yeah I don't know no did did uh coach McClure did he help you out in the transition to athletic director oh absolutely um left me a bunch of notes I figured and we had a lot of conversations and uh and honestly I still I either have to go directly to him or text him on some things sometimes just uh you know he'd done it long enough and he just he knew what to do and who to go to and what what to ask for yeah that now, makes a lot of sense what would be a general do you have a general schedule for each day or is it just kind of what Mr. Doty assigned you it, it kind of varies a little bit I mean I have um I have certain tasks that I'm responsible for um, but, you know, a lot of keeping up with the concession stand, okay. um, supplies, um, officials is another thing, making yeah. sure, verifying we have uh, game officials here for, for every home contest yeah. and, and taking care of that. And then after that, it, it's kind of some odds and ends things depending on the week. Gotcha. Now, speaking of officials, I saw that Lutheran this week actually had like a, a refing shortage and couldn't have their game because of that. Have you had any difficulties with refs or? No. Um, most of our sports we use in an assigner. So oh, okay. we give them our schedule and then they schedule. Now we do have some sports that we have to directly um, contact officials. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a major concern that doesn't get talked a lot about right now. But um, in all sports, especially football, um, there, we're starting to see a shortage uh, of officials. Um, guys, girls aren't going into officiating as much as they used to be. And, um, it's a hard job, and it's, it's sometimes it's made harder by um, reactions yeah. and yeah. Um, abuse, I guess I should say. But it, it really is a concern. You know, I've been talking to, at least from the football side of it, been talking to players, you know, probably for the last five years as they graduate and, and go off to college. If they're not playing in college and they still love the game, uh, you can start off working, you know, um, youth games and things like that and get your license and, and eventually become an official, uh, licensed official, and it's a great way to stay connected to the game. I've got a couple former players now that do that. Yeah, even before the uh, Danville kickoff, they were talking to us about the shortage of refs. Yeah, and, you know, absolutely. The, the refs were, which is, which is smart, you know. Yep. You know. Mm -hmm. 
It's a, it's a good way to stay in yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. Now, to the outside listener, or to the outside fan listening in, it may seem like you just kind of showed up here three years ago and you were new to the town, but you actually have some roots here. I'm um, going to Franklin College and all. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it was uh, it was a great experience. I had the uh, the privilege to um, play for Coach Fought um, back in the day. Um, at the end of his career, um, really. Um, awesome experience. Um, loved the school, um, liked the community, knew the community. Um, actually, got to play for Coach McClure um, the uh, my last year, so um, had some connections down here, knew some people down here, and there's some former players from my uh, long ago era that are still in the area. So yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't just drop in out of nowhere. I, I knew where I was coming. And you. Uh... You stayed on campus, correct, at Frank College? Oh, yeah. 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 So how has the town, I guess, changed from when you went when you were in school to today <laughs> if at all? Oh, man. Um, I can't remember for sure, but uh, if I wanted something to eat late at night, I'd have to go to uh, Waffle House or Waffle and Steak or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can go anywhere now. You can yeah. walk into Meyer in the middle yeah, of the night and get yeah. something. So it's grown um, business-wise so much. Um, the heart of the town is still the same. It's yeah. still neat. Um really historical town with the uh, downtown community. Now, that that has really grown and yeah, changed. Definitely. Yeah, probably that. just in your guys' yeah. lifetime, yeah. the push um, that uh, they've they've done to um, bring almost like a touristy feel yeah. downtown. It's really neat. Yeah, yeah. like they, they brought the nightlife back just in the last 10 yes, years. absolutely. Definitely. We did have the art craft back then, man. <laughs> we, we used to be, yeah, we used to go see. That was movies back then. I mean, regular movies. That's crazy to think about. That. Yeah, used to get a dollar night at the art craft, man, on Thursday nights, I think. Hard to think of a time where there probably wasn't the art craft. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So uh, congrats on getting Colts Coach of the Week. Um, that's a That's a big honor and everything, and that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, you watch the Colts on Sunday, and just to think that, you know, Mike Pryor was in our school the other day talking to us that's pretty cool what is what else does that mean to you uh it, it means to me it means more for the program it's just more recognition for the program um being honored like that you know that's a neat deal and everything but it's it's more about uh the program getting its name out there getting respect um trying to build something here um that people look at in a in a favorable way like that we have introduced into the, the studio christian mcclure wideout and then kevin hankins who is our new special guest Thanks, thanks, Noah. That was, that was quite the introduction. Uh, first off, thanks for having me here. Uh, we're trying to switch it up a little bit, and uh, you guys are the hosts, as some of the listeners uh, know and some of them don't know. Noah and Drew both are on the football team as well, and the football team has had uh, pretty good success so far. Um, so starting with that off, uh, for the players, uh, just how much fun have you guys been having this year? I've been having a blast, personally. I don't know about you guys. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Obviously, I love the game of football and love playing it. And to play, to, for it to be my senior year with a bunch of my friends, it's a pretty fun experience. I had a lot of fun last year, but it's a lot more fun to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. Switching the defense has been so much fun, too. Just yeah. hit dudes and like, <laughs> yeah, just hit dudes. <laughs> Switching the defense, I mean, you, went, you were uh, a pretty – integral part of the offense last year uh coach this one will, will be for you uh how exciting has it been to see noah have success switch into a whole whole different side of the ball that for his senior year oh it's been great um you know it was something we felt pretty confident about because of the way he played wide out and his physicality um, and his passion for the game 
Um, and we had some, you know, we graduated three senior linebackers last year, so we knew that we uh, had some need there and felt very confident. But it's, uh, uh, it's exciting, um, but not totally unexpected. I think we, we look for him to step into that role and be successful. And the other two players in the room, Drew and Christian, it seems like they have some connection on the field that is, is just – I don't even know how it happens. I mean, having that one game where they had four touchdowns, you know, connection, I mean, was that expected or is that something that has just been a byproduct of hard work? Uh, I think it's mostly it's a byproduct of hard work. I mean, obviously they have a great relationship off the field, so that helps. But um, on the field, it's, it's about the reps um, through the uh, – the spring and the summer and into the early part of the season. I think there's a, a familiarity with what each is looking at and doing. Um, and that, that connection between quarterback and receiver is all about reps and, and experience, and, and they have built that through their hard work. Drew, your third year in the system, just how, how comfortable are you knowing the offense and being able to make those decisions on the fly right there in the field? Uh, definitely a lot more comfortable compared to sophomore year. Obviously, Coach Cole and Coach McClure have done a great job of familiarizing me with the system, and just obviously reps and experience is a huge play, is a huge part into what's taking place this year. Christian, does it hurt to catch a, a pass from Drew? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Coming across the middle where it's only like 15 feet between us. Where I throw it too high and you get it. It's like around. nine feet yeah. up there. <laughs> get it. But I mean, how much how much fun is it to be in that huddle and then know that you know he's gonna be looking for you and you're gonna have that chance to make a big play? I mean, it's it's really exciting because he's like we're both looking at who's guarding me, what coverage they're in, and we kind of. I mean, if it's like I don't want to spoil anything, but if it's like. Uh, <laughs> Don't divulge yeah. secrets. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna give it out. But he, we, like we both know what each other wants. Yeah. And so we kind of work for each other. And it, it's got to be pretty fun being a speedy guy like you are, and just knowing that, like, no matter how far you run, he can probably get it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember he told me at the beginning of the year, "You'll never overthrow me. You'll never overthrow me." <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. He's he's a great receiver and really fast. All right, so the topic everybody wants to hear about, how much fun was it last Friday night when that clock hit zero and then everything else transpired? Uh, I'll let you take this one, Drew. It was obviously something you'll never forget. Uh, beating, it's been, you know, whatever the games was, but uh, it's one week and we have to move on and we have to be ready for this week. So, I mean, it's awesome, you know, be, being 4-0 and and being where we're at, but – you know, there's more to the season than just that. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on this one. I, I soaked it in on, you know, Saturday and Sunday, and then I was ready for business on Monday. But I'll, I'll give you, like, my perspective I had over the weekend, and that was just that it was so cool, like, coming from this town. I mean, I can think of, like, five or six games, like Whiteland, Franklin games I came to even before I was in high school. I remember at one time, um, my eighth grade year, we came to a game, and I think it was me and Brendan Couch, uh, a fellow linebacker, and it was a blizzard game. And it was 24-21, and it was like we were in the red zone and with like two minutes left, and TJ Allfeld threw an interception. And I just remember like how tore up he was about that and how much I love that guy. So it, it felt good getting it for not just for us but for the alumni. Because like I remember getting – like I, I got so many texts from like older guys just saying how proud they were. And that was like part of the that – was, that was the cool yeah, part for me. I, I agree. 
Um, for me, it was what I kind of didn't expect when I got here in high school was what I mean, was how in-depth the game between us and Whiteland is. Like, you know, obviously in middle school, it was, we're playing Whiteland. It's kind of, you know, it's a rivalry game. But in high school, it, it kind of took it to another level. I'd say. It definitely kicks up a notch, yeah. yeah. Do you think playing for the, like, a trophy has anything to do with that? Or, or just the proximity of being, like, so close, like, the rivalry? I think it's proximity. I mean, if you looked at that game, there was – you know, I don't know, thousands of people there. And if we're playing Martinsville, I don't think that happens. I think it is the fact that they're just five miles up the road. Um, you know, it's a it's a cool experience playing for a trophy and playing for the boot. But uh, like he said, I agree. It's kind of, you know, we're five miles apart. It yeah. is, it is what it I think is. there's a lot of connections and inner relationships and stuff. I mean, um, just because you're from Whiteland doesn't mean that you don't do things in Franklin. Yeah, just because exactly. you're from Franklin. So that it's – there's so much familiarity and the connection is so tight. Yeah. How, I mean, how much fun was it playing in front of thousands upon thousands of people? I mean, cause I heard it was like, um, I mean, the crowd was just unreal. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool, but if, if you're playing, I don't know if this goes for everybody, but for me, I, I kind of forget that other people are there yeah, like, and it's just the guys on the field that like when you I run really out, it's kind of like, wow, there's, you know, there's a lot of people here, but when you get in the game, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's just you and your boys when yeah. you get in that point. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the same way. Even when you're on the sideline, it's like you're just talking to coaches yeah, you're and watching really, the game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, coach, how, how satisfying was it to see the kids kind of take that next step? And, you know, I mean, it, it was a tough game. I mean, you had to go, you know, a game-winning drive at the end and punch it in. How satisfying was that? Not just beating Whiteland, but just seeing that – the team and the program take that next step. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really what that game was about. It was, I mean, obviously beating Whiteland is a big thing for Franklin football and, and the community, but it, for this particular team, it was really about taking that next step. Um, we, we got into a little bit of a, um, you know, a, a challenge and a scrap at Perry Meridian, you know, the week before, you know, with the way the game was at halftime, and then we kind of opened up in the second half and having that confidence to not panic and then getting into a super tight game against your, your biggest rival and the way we kept our composure and kept competing. You know, either way, that, that end of that game turns out, the way we played it um, was satisfying. Yeah, definitely. Um, guys, I know you've been working hard and there's been a lot of talk. I mean, how, how has all of your work in the offseason going to propel, propel you to more success? You're 4-0 best start in recent times tough game coming up this friday how do you how do you build on this momentum and keep getting over over the the next hurdles throughout the course of a tough mid-state conference season uh like coach says every day you know it's we have to be the best we can that day and uh if we stack enough good practices together then i think the results will come with that and I, I, I agree with Drew there, and I think to the outside listener that may sound kind of cliche, but as a team, I think we've truly kind of bought into that, and we do you know, take it one day at a time, one play at a time, because you're only going to get better if you're focusing on this week. I mean, you, you have to get past last week. Like, for example, Whiteland was all run. Martinsville is going to pass a lot, and on defense we've had to completely switch it up. Coach, I mean, tough matchup coming up. What are your thoughts on, on this Friday's game? Oh, man, this is – the more I watch these guys on film, um, you know, Carter's doing some really good things down there. And, uh, God, they play hard. They're, they're maybe not as big as they've been the last couple of years, 
Um, but they play so hard um, in all phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. They look um, uh, very athletic on both sides of the ball. Obviously, um, they're going to pitch and catch and throw the ball down the field and stuff. And they got some receivers that can run. Um, but, man, they move so well up front defensively, um, run really well to the ball, tackle well. Um, so it's uh, down there at Martinsville with this kind of team um, that they've got put together down there. It's, it's a big, big challenge. Yep, sounds good, sounds good. Uh, fellas, a couple uh, more questions, last questions. Uh, just what is your favorite thing about the game of football? Christian, we'll start with you. Um, I like the, the idea that every down could be a big down. And, like, you never know. Like, I got asked what I liked better about football than basketball. And basketball is so fast-paced, it's play after play. And so you don't really get to think about what's happening, what you're going to do. But in football, you get that time in between downs, and you get to think, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to try my best to beat you and make you look silly. <laughs> and I don't know. I just like that, and I like how competitive it is. Uh, for me, it's, it's, just, it's literally playing with my best friend. It's awesome. Like, the guys that – I play with each and every day it's they're literally my best friends so it's cool to go out there every night and compete with them and then on Fridays compete against other teams it's awesome I agree with Drew about the whole brother thing brotherhood thing but I guess since he took that I gotta pick another one <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'd probably just go with the whole like the whole hitting thing I mean I feel like a lot of times society gets kind of soft and it's like you know in basketball it seems like everything's a foul now but in like you know it's glad to see like in football you can still hit a dude as hard as you want and i don't know i just like that aspect of it so so Noah, how many fouls would you need if you played basketball <laughs> if i played basketball i'd probably need about 12. <laughs> i remember over the summer we played a game and there was a fast break and he would and we were going to score and he was running along with this guy and he just smokes this guy <laughs> into the wall. And they, like, I don't know if they called a flagrant or an intentional. I or probably got a jacket. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly don't remember. It was, it, was like, it was like a two-on-one, and I threw it to, I think it was Cannon Thompson, and I, I tossed it to him, and there was a kid running down, and instead of doing the smart thing and, like, getting to the side and getting ready for a pass, I just put my shoulder down and hit him. Cannon mm -hmm. <laughs> had a wide-open layup. To be fair, it was your first game in, like, a year and a half, so. Oh, well. <laughs> the true definition of football player <laughs> playing basketball right there. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, you three being seniors, do we have any idea of uh, future plans or anything like that? Uh, I want to go play somewhere in college. Uh, I'm trying my best to continue my career, but uh, I'm not for sure where or at what level yet. I'd obviously like to play at the next level, but now it's just like working hard enough to get enough money so that I can afford to play at the next level at this point. Yeah. Yeah, my problem is Nick Saban won't stop texting me. It's getting annoying. No, I'm just kidding. I'd like to play the next level, but just like these guys have already gotten offers. I'm just kind of waiting on that first offer. So we'll see if it comes. I'm sure all of you have the talent to do whatever whatever you guys want to do, which is a cool thing. So uh, I think that's all the questions I have. Turn it back over to you guys, the regular hosts. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Coach, for coming on. And thanks for having me. You as well. Appreciate it, guys. Stay classy, Grizzly Cubs. That's a cool catchphrase. I don't care what you say.